What is up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 174. I'm Two Drink. He swags. What's up, man? What is the up? We are chilling. We are we are quarantined to our rooms to make sure we don't get nothing. Yeah. It's so hard to do nothing, too. I'm pretty good at it, really it not going like, <laughs> So it's, it's kind of resorted to, like, whatever we do. It's like, oh, I guess we'll go get some milk really quick and see if they have toilet paper. Right. It's pretty much like our pastime now. Come home, wash your hands, like, <laughs> go through all that. Um, but, yeah, I bring pretty hand much sanitizer to do with nothing, me, you and know? I, just, I just walk around with just super wet hands full of hand sanitizer. I cooked some, or I baked some... Like Chocolate chip, peanut butter chip, brownie muffins. And that's a lot going on for you to mess it up with a muffin. Hook. Off I'm just the saying. hook. So yeah, just chocolate chips and peanut butter chips. So that's it. Sounds fancier than it is, but then like some brownie it's like a Reese's muffin. muffin, like, and it's really good. Just a little bit of brownie like flavoring and like mix, like so you don't get the, quite the texture, but a little bit of the flavor in with like your muffin. Is that just something you made up up there, or is that like there's a name for that? I just did it. You did it. Yeah. So strong work. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm that's you. what Corona gives you. It gives you crazy peanut butter, chocolate, brownie, muffin. Yeah. Recipes. Absolutely. I feel Super like you're good. you're gonna have to write that down and tell everybody. Yep. With um, the show. Yeah. Well, don't get Corona. I didn't measure. I don't know how much like brownie mix I put in there. You're one yeah, of those. You. Yeah. You're like my wife. She makes awesome stuff, and then I'm like, oh, somebody wants a recipe, and she's like, I don't I don't know what I did. Well, it was a little too thin <laughs> for a minute, so a little more of this and that until <laughs> it was a little thicker, and I was like, that that it seems right. Maybe That's put this in job. the muffin tins and I'm just hungry. put some chocolate chips and peanut butter chips on top of it, too. And This is the new Breakdown Cooking Show. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So, Yeah. We're doing some different stuff to pass our time. I'm drinking beer, so it's pretty much status quo day for me. Yeah. So what are we doing here today? So we're kind of taking an opposite spin from the last show, right? Yeah. Last yeah. show was guys we don't own shares of um, and kind of our reasons why behind that. Today it's guys I, I wrote down actually own too much of. That kind of sounds negative. That's not really what I'm meaning there. But guys, that as we look through all of our dynasty rosters, that that we realize we own a ton of shares of. I saw you put a tweet out. What was your tweet? Ten, ten um, different teams. Yep, seven, seventeen teams, and there's two players that I have ten shares of. That is a lot. Yep. So how many teams do you have? Did you? Did you get so that? yeah, I am. I'm at, I'm at fourteen. Okay. Um, I've, I, I've brought a few down, uh, over this non-point scoring season, but I did, I did jump in a startup that, that me and you were doing and, uh, I heard you and Finero and super flex dude on that rookie fever talking about that draft a little bit. So that was a cool listen. So definitely if you guys are listening to us, go check that one out too. Yep. Um, but I tried to not mention how many shares if anybody I had. I'm also with you there. I just kind of cut the line at um, like 40, 50%. If I had six, seven shares of a guy out of my 14 leagues, he kind of made this list. So how who, how many shares of like your highest guy do you have? Um, so like Mike, so shocker alert, I have a lot of wide receivers on my list and not a ton of other positions. Um, uh, like I don't own as much Davin as I thought. I, I did across all the boards there. 
but a guy like Mike Williams, I have it close to 80%. Okay. Wow. That's, that's, it's, it's not shocking to me because I feel like I was higher on Mike Williams, like coming out that rookie year. And I've just kind of held on to those shares. He's not really a guy I would say I have acquired in a lot of trades. So he's just the guy that I tend to draft either early in those yeah, rookie you've drafts. Always if I was Mike doing Williams. that. Or or right or I will grab up. earlier in a startup than most people are comfortable with. Or I mean, I know I traded you a couple of Mike Williams shares throughout the sure. years, you know. Um, so I don't have anybody that I would say is in that eighty percent range. Like with being ten of seventeen, I mean that's probably more like. Uh, I mean that's that's up there, math. like yeah, sixty yeah. to seventy. Um, but my highest, mm-hmm. so I have ten shares of Todd Gurley. And nobody is shocked out there right now. Nobody's shocked. And I have I 10 shares. I'm really excited about this one, though. I have is 10 shares of DK Metcalf. You weren't even going to let me guess. What a mean guy. No, I apologize. Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> Metcalf. Okay, that's a, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I own a few shares of him. I think I have three, I think, when I'm looking through it out of those. So, so probably, why so much Metcalf? Uh, we, if, if you've been listening to us at all or, or swag anywhere, we obviously know why he likes Gurley. Um. Yeah, Metcalf, I think Metcalf's is just somebody I was high on last year. And you didn't have to get him super early because so many people are going in front of him through that? Like, Yeah, I truly can't remember the last time I'd acquired a share of DK Metcalf. Um, no BS at all. Like, I don't think it's come in trade or drafts anytime recently. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of these were just in rookie drafts last year or the startups last year a little bit later. Um, I mean, you know me kind of in startups, like I'm taking wide receivers late anyway. So mm-hmm. I think at that point, it's not that, say, somebody like you doesn't like DK, but at that point, you might be looking for other positions, like, and not necessarily even just you, but, um, and then for me, like, um, I was taking DK pretty quick. I think he was my wide receiver too last year after Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. So even in um, the rookie drafts and, and startups, I was pretty excited to get him. And I, I was surprised I had this many shares. And then throughout the year, I think I tried to trade for him until he kind of started popping. And then it got to a little expensive, people trying to ride that wave. Yeah. You mentioned two interesting names there with DK uh, Metcalf and Nikhil Harry. I'm just, I pulled up our startup that we were still doing, but, uh, mm-hmm. the one you guys were talking about before. Um, Metcalf went at 411. Uh, Nikhil Harry went at 10 10. You actually got Harry in that draft, in the 10th yep. round. Um, but Metcalf went one pick after you took AJ Brown at 4-10. I was really surprised to see that. Just um, right. If if I'm not gonna lie, that, that feels early. Um, for and that's, for that um, Metcalf first wide receiver. There or for AJ Brown. Like how, I mean, let's for compare. Yeah, exactly. Even I think if they the, end up being the, the same hype, player. Sure, just with the hype of what we saw AJ Brown finish with, and not that Metcalf didn't finish great, but uh, we have people talking about AJ Brown like. AJ Brown over the 101, even in Superflex, you know what I mean, or at least up in that top that top range there. I think obviously you can get way more than Metcalf for that. I would say. Yep. I would uh, agree. Metcalf or Odell Beckham. Um, for me today, that's like man. Beckham I'm, went three wide receivers after Metcalf in that in that draft. Yeah, only six and, picks and, later, and but see, I'm just kind of looking like, at a couple wide receivers there. That's such a tough one because I I I would expect Odell Beckham Jr. to go. Before him, I feel like five four is amazing value. Yeah, and then I, I would expect DK to still be somebody that I could have got a couple rounds later. When you're looking at mm-hmm. that draft, 
but it didn't turn out that way. But then at the same time, the leagues that I have Metcalf in, and now that I know I have 10 shares, I might change this philosophy a little bit, but the leagues that I do have Metcalf in, I might be willing to trade a couple, but I'm not super excited to buy Odell Beckham Jr., to be honest with you. Okay. Is that his second year in that system? Um, he, he, You know, and I think he can be a target hog. Or in that offense, I guess. Again, the, the system will change because of the offensive you know, change there. I wonder a little bit, and this will lead right into mine. I, I hope you were kind of finished with that, but we kind of go back and forth. I obviously have a ton of Jarvis Landry. Duh. Like, that's one of my guys. Landry with the hip uh, surgery, you know, actually over, during this offseason, non-point scoring season, sorry. Um, can we see OBJ maybe be able to – I don't want to say Landry's holding him down, but last year watching the games, Landry – you know what I mean? Landry was a receiver there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can we see just because of the hip? Now maybe Landry's ready by the beginning, but still, you're missing the off season of of uh, you know training and that kind of stuff that OBJ could be getting in. Yeah, so you're, I feel you're like speculating OBJ's kind of maybe a Jarvis isn't there. I, I'm not even saying he's for, not there. For like just the beginning maybe, of the season, maybe not, or not, not 100 early okay, on, okay. or maybe something like that. So OBJ is thrown into a lot more targets early on, even if the offense doesn't want to go that way. Um, again. Uh, this draft, I, I I feel like I see OBJ closer to like um, fourth round, you know, late third round to middle fourth round. So getting him at five four in this startup that we did is, is great value there. But if if he's starting to creep back closer to that five, or you know what I mean, starting to push that way, then I think it might be time to buy him. Yeah, I only have uh, I think two when I was looking at it of OBJ across my teams. I have but, one. but I think. Even if you don't like OBJ as a long-term wide receiver, which is kind of crazy because of his age and, and production that he has given you in the past, I still think maybe there's a cheaper window right now to buy that could that could return really quickly for you, even a couple games in, if you want to go ahead and, and swap it and don't want to hold on to that ride. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, for me, for me, it's the quarterback and the uh, the age difference in Metcalf and. The injuries that Odell Beckham's gone through, like I, I don't know if I'm if he's the same player anymore. Yeah, no, and that's totally fair. Um, and you've you've wrote articles in the past about wide receivers changing teams. Uh, generally, the older they are, but even just changes. Yeah, he, he changed don't a little younger. Success. I think he was 25 when he got there. Yeah, but even I mean, last year talking about he, you know, him dealing with core muscle injuries and stuff like that uh-huh. during the season, never really 100 percent too. Uh, again, a new offense with Stefanski coming in there to run that. Probably runs through Chubb, but man, again, it's he's just one I'm thinking about that. Maybe if you're out there, um, you, you have a lot of time on your hands because you're sitting at home and you can't go outside. Maybe you'll look and see who has OBJ in your dynasty league and, and throw something. I'm not saying low out there, but uh, he's one I might acquire on and maybe and not low, but a, a less than reasonable offer, like just a little bit low, like not stupid low, like and insulting, but. Right. You might, they might, because he's, he's hard to sell. And like Two Drinks saying, I mean, he's going after DK Metcalf in this draft. Um, I wonder if sometimes like somebody saw me take AJ Brown and then they got a little excited and were like, oh, I need to take him now. Like maybe they like Metcalf just that much more than us and they wanted their guy. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I'd agree. He's he's probably a buy. He's one of those players that you go around and try to sell so much and nobody wants him and he turns into a buy. Exactly. All right, so so who's another player that you own a lot of? 
Man, so like I said, I, I do have a bunch of wide receivers, but let's let's come over to running backs and one that I found uh, was odd and continued to find more and more shares of him was a guy by Jamal Williams. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I, and I'm not I'm not super surprised, honestly. Like, um, just because I remember you being high on him for I mean the last couple of years, like. Mm-hmm. And I had them ranked back to back. When, yeah, and, yeah. And Aaron Jones going in, I think like uh, like late middle, late second round. I feel like is where I had them ranked, but they were back to back, and and, and you, you didn't weren't have to alone pay on that. that. For there were people that no, had sure. Williams over Aaron Jones here and there. Like there was a time period when I mean I had Jones above him, but again I, I kind of hedged my bet and put it right there, and it it just seemed like so fast where. I mean, and maybe rightfully so, like as we saw with Aaron Jones just exploded last year, 18 touchdowns. But man, you just the the price difference and what you had to pay almost right off the bat was like, well, I mean, they took two. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's running back. I will take the cheaper version. Jamal Williams has given given me plenty of games where you know in deeper leagues with multiple flexes, I've, I've been able to put him in, and he's given me solid weeks. Hmm. Yeah, it's cheap, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely uh, cheap. How I play, I end up, uh, I guess, with a lot of type Jamal Williams guys because I'm going after higher wide receivers early and end up with these guys at the back when everybody's like, well, I don't want that guy. But I know that I got a couple weeks in there at some point that I can sure. at least put him in. Did you end up drafting another share of him in this startup we're doing or no? Um, I'm trying to think. I, I can pull I, it up too. I don't think I did. I know I saw somebody draft him though. It wouldn't surprise. I think I got picked. Yeah, before me. No, I didn't have that one. I made some crazy, crazy picks in this draft, running back wise. So, nope, that's not one. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, I like that one though. Anybody else like that? Okay, so my other one that that I feel like is really close is Chase Edmonds. Okay, man, I'm surprised I don't have more Chase. Actually, how many shares of him did you have? Or like, I think it was five. I think, yeah, I think it was five. Wow. I didn't write it down here, but yeah, five out of 14. Um, that's just an interesting one. I like that as a talking point, too, with David Johnson involved there. Do you believe Kenya Drink comes back? It, everybody just talks about how much money is invested um, in there. That, that Can they afford to bring Drink back even? Yeah, or is he worth it with the way the running, or, mark, running back market is? Right, and they've already got burned by the David Johnson contract as it is. Are they willing to make that that mistake, quote unquote, mistake again? Yeah, uh, but then if if it's but our, man, I wonder if Chase Evans almost, Chase, but don't, don't you sure. think they'd still draft somebody or bring somebody in somehow if one of those guys isn't? There? I mean, no Drake there, and you're just talking to me. It's David Johnson, and Chase Edmonds. Yeah, another body comes in. I would. It's hard in the draft because you want to you want to take one of those later guys just because the cost is nothing opposed to bringing in a veteran in. It, even last year, in between them not knowing what David Johnson was or not playing before Drake got there, didn't Chase Evans give you a couple of really nice weeks? Like, yeah, he absolutely. might fit this offense better than David Johnson does. You yeah, know what I mean? No, to, I, I love to that be there. Case. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it might be a little crazy. I know your hate on David Johnson, and you know, so is cheap, real though for Chase Edmonds. Exactly, there. and that's the other thing for cost again. Like Jamal Williams, I know there's a good chance I got a couple weeks in here. If I'm talking about in a dynasty startup, I'm talking what 15, 16 plus, you know, rounds where where I'm getting some of these guys. I'll look in a minute on Jamal Williams, but just if I load up everywhere else and and I like to get one true stud running back and then find a bunch of other these guys. I feel like I I can pick that that right week from one of those running backs 
maybe not more often than not, but I know where I can get some points and kind of make up for it the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. If I get a guy like Chase Edmonds that pops, good Lord. We saw what Drake could do. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm with you. Well, we saw what Chase could do, like you said, you know, when he had an opportunity, he did pretty well with it. So Magic Fairy comes around, Uh-oh. sprinkles his little trade wand. David Ooh, Johnson is I out. I like this fairy. I don't, I don't care where we want to put him. And, and uh, I Tampa almost interrupted you on that earlier when awesome. you were saying you were like, so it's David Johnson and Chase. And I was like, oh, so we're, we're imagining David Johnson is still there. But now we're Because the money makes no sense. Not. But the Magic Fairy came around and, and they pushed him aside and it doesn't okay. matter now. Yeah. Maybe they, they now have the money, I would assume. They probably got to eat a so little now, bit of that contract. So now what do you think so they signed Chase. Drake? Okay, it's just Chase. Yeah, let's say they can't afford Drake either. So now it's Chase, and now they're they're pulling in a, a, a probably a decent running back in this draft now. See, I or think if free agent happened, coming in. Like we're going to get maybe overly excited about whoever they draft. Sure. I, I mean, you would think Kingsbury knows what he's looking for in his offense, right? That's why they went and got Drake. For a third round pick from Miami on a team that that had they were already eliminated from the playoffs, yeah. knowing that they have to pay him at the end of this year or let him walk. And, and but and he man, knows how to hope find the guys. Do some that stuff to like the defense and the O line there, and not just go after sure. wide receivers and running backs in the draft too. Um, yeah, no, I, I I love the I love the Chase Edmonds stash. So if you have to pay a little more for Chase Edmonds or Jamal Williams. To you, which one is m- Who, you're more willing I, I to do? I want Chase, and I would pay I more for him because the upside of him taking that role, like Aaron Jones gets hurt. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could happen too, but it, it's also just the way the Packers use the run game, okay. and That's I don't fair. think it's out of the question that they don't try to add like a third running back to that sure. offense either. I, I mean, they have they have. I mean, even that year that they took those two guys, they took another guy like in the seventh. You know what I mean? In these past couple of years, they still take a late guy or something like that. It just doesn't work out. So I would assume they add another back in there because Aaron Jones is going to want some money here pretty soon. You know what I mean? We're getting towards that. This might even be the last one coming up. And and I'm not even trying to throw shade at you because I know it's always been one of your guys, but just to clarify how I feel, like Jamal Williams is one of those guys that when he's drafted, I'm like, oh, good. Like somebody just fell to me because somebody I didn't want got drafted. But I no, see your side of it completely. Like I'm not, you, you know what I mean? Because like, I totally, because did. you've already got six running backs on your team at that point. You and know I'd rather I mean? draft like Chase Edmonds, or um, I, I'd rather take a shot on Damian Harris at this point. Sure, I, and I like that one too. I'm, I'm not against those names. Um, he's somebody that I, I have only one share of now, and it's actually in our startup we just did, and that, that's all I have. So, oh, Damian Harris. Yep. What round did you get him in? Uh, it felt pretty late, man. And like this draft hasn't been too kind to me in the running back so, world. So, all right, I'm looking at you know Damian Harris or Chase Edmonds. Hmm, that's tough. I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Damian Harris and imagine a world where James White and Burkhead are kind of on the outs, and it's Sony and Damian as that's, the two like main focal points of the run game. That's good because I, I would have loved for you to say it the other way around since you had the opportunity to do that. You took Damon Harris at 16-10 in this draft, okay. which is really nice. I'm just looking. It's interesting. Not to me, but Jamal Williams went at 17-5. Oh, is that third, Mike? You little bastard. It sure is. Oh, 
you and then, little third, Mike. And then I was like, fine, then I'm going to take, take Chase Edmonds at 17 10. Mm-hmm. So I'd take so, Chase over Jamal. I mean, yeah, how, that's how a half did, round difference did there, he but, take your guy? Uh, I think I was, I was definitely looking at, I think I wanted both of those two on the wrap, but I would have taken Jamal first, I believe. Yeah. And okay. I already own David Johnson in this draft, which you made fun of me for. <laughs> <laughs> When I did it, but I fully expected lots of backlash from you with that pick. I tried not um, to do that too much, like in the draft room, but nah. it was just too hard on that one. Even like after I typed it, I felt bad, but I was like, "But it's David Johnson." No, like, you sh- you should not feel bad at all. I think you put something like, "Did you?" I think you picked the wrong player or like, something I like think that. Yeah, I accidentally picked the wrong guy. Yeah, and I was like, "No, nah, it's good." <laughs> so you went you went a little cheaper there, and I like that. So I want to go that route too on my next guy. And um, so 17 leagues, and this is my second highest owned tight end, and it's Caden Smith with seven shares. Ooh, okay. Yep, lots of Caden Smith. Um, because he was absolutely free and still kind of free? Yes, both in both. <laughs> Double up on those. And it's still and, it's still a young tight end, so you're, you just you sprinted it. Spranded? That's not a word. Okay. You just put, <laughs> planted a, a little tight end seed in your garden. And so doing. I still love Evan Ingram, but I think like the reality is we need to be a little bit worried if he can stay healthy, if he can stay on the field, if he stays with the Giants. Like there's rumors maybe he gets traded away. And and maybe that happens. Maybe they don't sign him next year. Maybe they save some money with Evan Ingram over the next couple of years. And mm-hmm. at this point, um, Caden Smith actually did well with his opportunities last year. Sure. And um, what's his name? Uh, Rhett Ellison. He just retired. Did he really? Yeah. So Should have before, but yeah. So it's him and Evan Ingram. And Evan Ingram's still in a walking boot at that. And you know that's always. my guy. Feels like he always I is. know, but still is from his operation that he had. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really like trying to buy some more shares of Caden Smith if I can sneak them in. If I go to the team and I see that they own Evan Ingram, I don't mess with it. But if they don't, okay. I usually am trying to send an offer to get Caden Smith from them on on the cheap or see what else they have to make it look like just a little stash, you know. But I'm make another deal pursuing, and get Caden Smith like yep. added in or something. Yep. And I think part of the reason I own so much Caden Smith is because I had some shares of Evan Ingram, which turned me on to Caden Smith a little bit quicker. And sure. then in the leagues I didn't have Evan Ingram, I still went after Caden Smith in a couple where he was still available. And, you know, in, in the leagues we're playing in, some of them 25 to 30 rosters plus, so you have those spots to stash these guys. But, um, yeah, I'm all about trying to buy some Caden Smith, like just in case, super cheap. That's definitely a deep tight end stash, but in tight end premium or definitely like a two tight end uh, league, which I know me and you play in, I think two at least together. So definitely, definitely a name there. I don't mind. And, and if you're getting it for super cheap, not expecting a whole lot. I, I think if Evan Ingram is gone because of injury or trade or whether they just let him go after the contract, I don't think they'll look elsewhere. I think that they will look to Caden Smith. Just keep that and continue to build the. Around other pieces. Yep. Right. So, I mean, it might even, it might, you might even, like, be patient with it, I guess is what I'm saying. It might take a couple of years, but I think that he's going to be in line for that job. Uh, I'm going to give you another cheap tight end since you went there. 
I have a ton of Ricky Seals Jones. Oh, and you got another one today and got shit for it instantly. Right? Yeah, wondering if that was a real pick. So uh, Demetrius Harris is not on the Browns anymore. He's the backup to Njoku. So it's just Njoku and then Ricky Seals Jones in a in a super super late and a tight end premium. I I think that's more than okay on a Browns offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, he's, and he's really a big like wide Njoku receiver. Stayed on you know, the field either. Exactly. And I like so, him, you know, and I know you do, but it's not like he's stayed on the field. I I like the you know. More of a wide receiver turn tight end now. Um, let's let's find ways to maybe get him on the field more. Uh, this maybe is a little bit more that maybe Jarvis isn't fully ready either, and you and you get an instant pop. But I, I it's still a long play there. Uh, and again, it's more on the Njoku maybe not being able to stay healthy as we've seen so far in his career. And then we get tight end one reps for Ricky Sills Jones on the Browns offense. Yeah, I mean, and it's not even that crazy at all. It's not like they're going into the the I year can see this a path year, like where they were last targets year. show up pretty easy. That's, yeah, it's easy to write when it's this late or this cheap. Uh, the path that his targets isn't that muddy to me. Right. Yeah, I think last year at this time, if we were talking, we were we had scenarios where we were still imagining um, Callaway there, Josh Gordon mm-hmm. there, yep, and Najoku healthy, and not to mention like Jarvis Landry, who you mentioned earlier yep. and Odell Beckham Jr. Now it's like Odell Beckham Jr., this hobbled Jarvis Landry that you're reminding everybody of, and <laughs> and Njoku, who we hope to get back. I think he could have a good season, honestly, without Kitchens, but I still I still love this. I might be trying to throw a lot of shade at Jarvis just so I can scoop some more shares up, but don't tell people that part. You can just cut it out. Um, I know. That's your guy. Another – right. He's, he's going to be really hurt. You should sell him for cheap. Get out now where you can. Um, another one I have is Janu Smith. I'd like to mention, um, I, I picked up a lot of him just cause Delaney Walker used to be a tight end. I owned a bunch of, if we would have done this same show last year, I would say Delaney definitely would have been on my list. Um, and with him being hurt, you know, that year before just picking up a guy like John who definitely came around with Tannehill getting, um, re-signed by the Titans. That's a nice move there. The, we see kind of Janu taking that next step because Delaney's not there now, right? Mm-hmm. Janu is the starting tight end. We know this going forward. I think you have to assume, and this isn't a great draft class to get a tight end from. We saw There's and a couple it, free it, agents out there, but I don't think that's right. where they're going to put their money after they cut Delaney Walker. And it doesn't seem like the the money is right. Like it needs to go into now finding a way. I guess the franchise Derrick Henry. It seems to be the talk, or mm-hmm. or figure out what you're doing that way. But I, I still think it's an uptick for Janu. Uh, we saw him in a in a playoff game take like a, a running back sweep kind of play to Johnu Smith for like forty yards up the side. Like he's just he's a crazy athletic freak. I, I we hear people say that all the time, especially on combine. I don't usually say something like that, but Johnu Smith, like when I remember watching that play, and I was like, "Where's Derrick Henry's hair?" Like he's just a huge dude running super fast down the line. I was like, "All right, that's sweet." Yeah. I'll take some Janu on a cheap, especially if I got that Tannehill Janu stack, like in a tight end premium. Uh, I feel okay with that. I think Janu's a, a, a top twelve tight end next year. Ooh, wow! And, yeah, uh, let's say closer to ten. Yeah, but but I mean that's fair. The bottom end of tight end one. It's you know it's gross after five anyways, but uh, that's a guy. Um, if you're that? starting him at that point, if he's a, you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. For sure. Especially, like you said, for the deeper leagues, tight end premium, starting two tight ends, 
You yep. can probably go get him relatively cheap right now. Um, I'm gonna hold you to that, and but then, but then, so so, where does Delaney Walker end up? I know that's not completely why we're here, but you you mentioned Delaney Walker, and I think that that's a great topic point too. I don't um, own a ton of shares of him, so he doesn't really fit this that bill. I think I have a couple. Um, Chicago. Uh, see, and that's where Demetrius Harris, you know, went. The the other one, the the athletic freak that was behind Kelsey. There's another one. I just said it now. It's just in my head. I'm gonna keep saying it. He was behind Kelsey, and we're always like, remember, like, oh man, I hope he goes somewhere and can break out. And then he went to Cleveland, and we're like, what the hell, man? Like, mm-hmm. you could have picked all these places. Now he's in Chicago. Maybe that's the piece they want. And like, you know, we don't see another big tight end. Like, there won't be a Hunter Henry, or, or no, I guess he was franchise tag. Like Austin Hooper won't be going to the Bears. Like. Trey Burden, Shaheen, bye bye. I think Demetrius Harris is probably that guy now. Hmm. Um, I heard. The, I heard the Redskins are interested in Austin Hooper. That would be nice for Haskins. Give yeah. him that reliable checkdown feature there. That offense could, man. Like if you put Chase Young there on defense, right, coming out of the out of the NFL draft, Ron Rivera there. If you brought in a guy like Hooper, I, I think your offensive weapons are okay. And good lord, if Darius I stays healthy. That team could turn around really fast, and yeah. and Haskins could get a lot of credit for it, and might not even be his, you know, what I mean, his doing. Yeah, and, and I mean, man, maybe even add a wide receiver to that team. Still I've definitely Adrian heard Peterson. that too. That'd be that would be yeah, that would be crazy. Yep, he could he could go from not many weapons to a ton of weapons. I have six shares of Haskins. He's my he's my second highest owned quarterback. Nice. Yep. So man, uh, I have a lot in there, man. If uh, and obviously it would depend on where that wide receiver is is taken, you know, in the draft through them, but uh, it won't be at two. The only way they get one in the first round is if they trade it back from two. Right. But I think Chase Young makes a, a lot of sense for that defense to have what like four first rounders on their defensive line. Like that's nuts. Yeah. But let's say it's a second or third round wide receiver in the super deep wide receiver class. Uh, does it worry you at all for McLaren or you, you like it because it's still Haskins McLaren? Like that's, that's your piece there. And then that next, um, guy I love it the for Haskins role. or whoever the starting quarterback is, but, mm-hmm. and Ooh, I, 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 heard you. I, I think it's more the other guys that kind of go away that, mm-hmm. um, like the Steve Sims, he, you know what I mean? Sure. He'll, he'll be, a Alvin. Kelvin Harmon. Yeah. Have, like those are the guys okay. that will yeah. kind of, fade away a little bit if austin hooper's there is it hooper or mclaren next year like is it is does he take uh, away too much uh, no I, or is that what you want i i still want terry mclaren in most most scenarios it depends um on your scoring and stuff a little bit too here for me on hooper mm-hmm. i mean hooper's still young but i i want some terry yeah uh, that's tough, man. Yeah, you'd screw up so many of my teams if much happened to Terry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have you have six shares of Haskins. Yep. I have six of which quarterback? I bet you can't you guess it. You <laughs> have six of Derek Carr. Stop it. Aaron um, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Nice. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. And I mean the price is right on Aaron Rodgers this year too. And it's it's probably all the why I'm higher on him. You're kind of with John on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, me and John are definitely in there. I think John still got him. uh, Yeah, I think we're right around that five five six spot. Yeah. So we're both kind of the same. It's it's nice that I can wait and still get him in leagues now. Like 
um, if I feel that comfortable with him, but I don't have to take him like in in that startup I just did until five ten. If I feel yeah, like I still have a couple crazy, of isn't it? a borderline, you know, quarterback one, you know, weeks or seasons coming up. All the talk of the Packers getting a wide receiver, we say it every year, right? I hear it all the time, and then they get they get three. In rounds four, five, and six, or six, seven, you know what I mean? Five, six, seven. Sweet. That doesn't yeah. help us. Maybe I hear a lot of talks of early this year. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a lot early because they've attacked, you know, defense so heavy in the last couple of drafts and free, actually, Brown from free agents. Do we get a high end wide receiver to go there? As much as I think that would help Aaron Rodgers, is that another one there? I'll flip that. Does that hurt Devontae Adams? Do you think those targets get taken away from him? Or is the new wide receiver just the one that will destroy MVS and Alan Lazard? And yeah, I think Adams is the guy there. Yeah, but that could that could still help at least shade, or maybe it only helps the rookie coming in at that point. Adams continues to eat. I mean, gonna, I think if at this point defenses already know who Devontae Adams is, but if there's a little bit oh, something sure. better to take a little pressure off of Adams, then but it's yeah, more for Rodgers than yeah. anything. Yeah. But yeah, you like Rodgers more. I mean, same with Haskins, like you were talking. I mean, if they add some uh, a nice tight end and a wide receiver somehow, like you like Haskins a lot more. For sure. I mean, even just a guy like Cooper going there feels great yeah. to, to have that big check down, you know, for Haskins to make an easy read. Uh, you know, coming from Ron Rivera, we saw what he'd done with Greg Olson for, for many years, you know, there with Cam. So in my head, it's easy to write that. You know, the way they use Austin Hooper, uh-huh. you know, kind of in his prime there. And and Terry continues to flourish on the outside. If they brought another weapon in there, it's it's crazy. But it, it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, I, I think I'm only on, on Haskins because I might not know where it's, where it's going to be week in, week out. Yeah. So you're a little more confident on Terry kind of keeping keeping his job, you know, and, and continuing to improve from that where yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to say you, ceiling. You hear but. about him and like how he is on the field and his learning process and how he gets where he needs to be. A hundred percent. I can't fault that. And that can't be understated and that, you know what I mean? Enough there, but. And, and I think with Hooper, there probably will be a couple growing pains in the new offense, but, but I mean with Hooper, like I think Hooper right now is an absolute, by in dynasty because of the uncertainty really? okay and i mean i think you could buy you think it's at a discount than, right now yeah yeah i think that okay. um i've had one share and i and i don't want to be a broken record but i've had one share and in this league i had um also have noah fan and gasecki who i'm mm-hmm. happy moving forward with so i felt like hooper was the um most valued tight end of my team so I started trying to move him, and I couldn't. And every time, somebody either would counter and want Gasecki or want Fant. Like, I went to the right teams. They wanted my tight ends, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I can't move Hooper to them for the life of me, even, like, with bargaining and um, trying to do the similar deals to what they wanted to do for Noah Fant, but they won't do them for Hooper. And he's more because proven. Hooper he, he's only 25. Is the most expensive one, right? But even in similar deals to like, like if you're like, no, but I'll do that for Hooper. They don't want Hooper. They want Noah Fant in the, that scenario. Um, gotcha. Gasecki, they're going after as the cheap one. But the but the Noah sure. Fant, they want like they're willing to pay what they're willing. They won't give me the same deal for Hooper, but they'll give it to me for Fant. I gotcha. But I kind of want to hang on to Fant. Um, mm-hmm. That I don't know. Maybe that's silly of me. Maybe, but 
but yeah, I feel like Hooper right now has lost a little bit of shine. And he's still so young. I mean, you look at some of the tight ends like that we end up using for a little bit or Jared Cook of the last few years um, as he's aged. Like, I think now he's 31 or 32. And in Dynasty, you're seeing him go earlier than he's gone ever in his youth. And I don't think it's crazy that Hooper gets back on track pretty quick. Sure. Just needs to stay healthy. Fair. I, w- I want to stay in Washington for a second because, you know, we're kind of saying that he goes there. Um, with Haskins having so much trouble last year picking up the offense, you know, talking about him not being able to read a playbook and that kind of stuff. Now he gets another new offense coming in. Uh, Case Keenum, if you're a Haskins owner or not, is he somebody you should look to grab? Mm, yeah, probably. Right. I mean, if that's the other guy there, I would. I'm going to bet that Case picks this offense up faster than Haskins does. It doesn't mean it's. It's week one, and Haskins isn't out there starting. Right. But I just – that's something um, I, I did. So I did take Aaron Rodgers in that startup, um, and I grabbed Haskins in the seventh round, and I got Case in the 22nd round. Yeah, just as an if, insurance policy. Like, it, make sure I have a starter come week one if it's – and maybe it's like last year, and it's Case for the first couple of weeks. Case spun it around yeah. all over the place, yeah. and they went to the rookie. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, another new offense, the vet. Uh, if you're looking for somebody that give you a couple weeks early on, that's you know that's that's not what you're looking for if you don't have Haskins. But maybe you pick up Case, you get him to start, and then you flip him to the Haskins owner or week two, and Keenum's out there, you know, lighting it up again, and then you go to the Haskins owner to acquire him. Maybe they're off of him, and you know what I mean. And yeah, I'm just trying to make sure I have a team's quarterback in a super flex league. You know what I mean. If I'm going to take that risk on a guy like Haskins, that I do think is risky. I don't think it's risky where like two is going to be there at two. You know what I mean? I, I don't believe that. But in a guy that again is a new offense and having to pick it up that struggled, why not just make sure you've got that locked up? And it's my quarterback, you know, three between those two guys on that team, anyways. Yeah, in the twenty second round. So my only other quarterback I have on here that I have five shares of plays in the same division as Aaron Rodgers. So. So Aaron Rodgers, you had six shares of, and he is your highest-owned quarterback? Correct. Okay, sorry. Nope, you're good. And if you found, if you listened to the last show, you realize that I don't own any Trubisky, thank goodness. Yeah, so, I have a couple. Is it Matt Stafford, your guy? Um, it's it Kirk, Kirk Cousins? Cousins. Of course it is, duh. And for the same reasons that I have all the Aaron Rodgers. Too, man, yeah. Uh, he, is, he is quite a bit cheaper, and... Oh, man, I, I remember being very high on Kirk first going to Minnesota. The guaranteed money, having Alan Thielen and Stefan Diggs and, and probably paying too much for him going into that. And not too much in trade, but probably sooner than I need to like in, in startups. All I did was give you quarterback one, you know, years back to back. And the dude gets so massively hate on. This is year three of that third year guaranteed money. So technically this is the contract year, right? It's a new offense. I I don't, I don't see how Kirk Cousins does a ball out this year. If Diggs gets traded away and all that hype is real, then maybe it's a different story. But you didn't have a healthy Adam Thielen last year. I'm you not saying you have it this year, but at least you're going Johnson. into it. That's fine if you want the wide receiver three. Just in case, on that though. Team. He's uber sure. cheap. And, and, and both Diggs and Thielen have shown to miss some time. So you end up with a guy on the bench that turns into the wide receiver two. For, I'm worried for about the, the run That's game. That's fair. And, and how much they're willing to run the ball there. That I mean... And again, Stefanski left like, there though, so you know what I mean. So you're still dealing with a little bit of a new offense. I think they'll continue to pound, you know, pound it with Dalvin. But 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind cousins at all. I, I I don't have any though, but I I can't argue. You have with no what cousin saying. shares. No, I think one time I had some and I traded it to you. That probably sounds right. <laughs> um, no, my my highest owned quarterback is actually Josh Allen, and I have eight shares. Ooh, okay, I like that one. Yeah, and, and I think that I mean, comes that down one, more to like, price. Yeah, and you being around me so much, I mean that one. I mean makes total sense to you just for mm-hmm. like you said the price that you were paying last year um very I mean, similar even, even to dk in, like i got most mid, of the middle second year. round super flex late yep. second round even in a couple drafts i know people might sound like that's crazy but me and you were in one and i feel like you got him at like 210 or something yeah, like that that's what was happening because there were like five quarterbacks in that draft that people mm-hmm. were you know that was the josh rosen draft and all those guys I feel bad mentioning him in the same light as Bortles, but I've definitely heard that a little bit of that chatter, you know, even on just on Twitter, like in in years past about him and and kind of moving forward. Josh Allen. And projecting, yeah, and projecting what the Bills kind of do. Um, They're totally different. And, you know, quarterbacks, I believe, like, I think that's just comes from some of the ugliness in the passes and, and the running game points that he gives you fantasy wise. But we continue to project the Bills to add another receiver, right, in this draft or or running back to come in with Singletary. Are are you looking to continue to ride the Josh Allen, you know, train all the way through, or are are we getting close to maybe I'm going to sell a couple since you do have eight. Maybe I should sell a couple just in case this is that and the team's just out and you know he gets replaced. Um, I feel like you can cash out at a pretty decent price. Um, okay. To answer your question, and I'm and I'm happy to sell a couple. Um, am I worried? Is that what you're asking? Like, not really, to be honest with you. Like, I think that we're gonna get some production out of Josh Allen for a couple four years at least. You know, like, and um, he's a he's a Bills quarterback. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like, it, it, he'll be some resaying of him, and and he's there. Like, that feels safe to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think he'll have a. Jo- I think they like him a lot. I really do. I think they'll build around him a little bit. Um, is he Kyler Murray safe? Like, I'm not going to say that. No, he's not. And and if I could add a little to Josh Allen to get Kyler Murray, I would make that move. Um, but I, I feel pretty good about the... And, and in a lot of cases, Josh Allen isn't my QB1. He's just the one I own the most of. Sure. Um, so in a lot, of, a lot of those teams, I have somebody I like a little bit more than him, at least to score points. But Josh Allen has done very well for fantasy. And I, I think that he's done that without that great of wide receivers and weapons. Most I know definitely. I know a lot of people love John Brown. He's had Cole Beasley. Um, but I mean it's been just kind of those guys and Dawson Knox. He hasn't had he hasn't worked with much. So John Brown is on my list of wide receivers. Yeah, so we're just okay. gonna bring it right to that. I, that probably Do doesn't you surprise there, you a or? whole lot. No, no, that that's what um, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna guess it's five, six out of the fourteen. Six. I think it's, it should be six at least out of that. So it's one I've had for a while. Yeah, um, and he he was super cheap over the years. Mm-hmm. And it still seems to be dips. Um, I was I was offered uh, not that long ago. I was offered um, John Brown for my Mark Ingram, full PPR quarter carry. Where are you at there? Mm, that's a really tough one. I think if you need a running back, you can get one out of Mark Ingram for a year there. 
And with pretty so good production. I, I turned it down. They're both 30 or 31, which surprised me a little bit about John Brown. I know he's been around a little bit, but it surprised me a little bit. I'm surprised too. If you would have asked me how old he was, I would have, I would have probably 28, 27, somewhere 28, in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little bit of the maybe hype that the Ravens could take a running back in, in the end of the first round. I mean, if they put a DeAndre Swift or Jonathan Taylor on that team, like, Mark Ingram's done, right? You're never getting a penny for him at that point. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I mean, like they might a, use him a little bit, just like the DeMarco Murray thing that happened. but Get a half a season or a little bit more out of that first year. Yeah, so I mean, Mitchell he, just he might they have a to turn it over. he get somebody you should sell before the draft, just in case. Yep, that's, that's very true. That one feels... Oh, a little early on it? We'll have to... Yeah, we're, we'll save that one for that next show that we've been talking about, guys. We want to get out before the draft happens. Um, that's a tough one. We'll we'll have to bring, yeah we'll have to bring that back up. Um, let's see, an easy one I feel like is is Sammy Watkins that I have uh, seven. That's a fifty percent. Wow, yeah, I have um, two now, and it's all came in the last like couple weeks here. I have two now. That's not in this startup that that we we're talking about, right? Yeah, I got him in this startup. You do. Interesting. Yep, I got him in Why? this one and the last one. Why? I mean, I'm guessing for you, it's it's just cost at that point. Sammy Watkins now. Like, there's even talks to him just riding off into the sunset retiring, right? He's like, said that before, that? but now he says he wants to get a contract. Sure. He's said that. I'm it's, sure it's, it was at the man. end of the Super Bowl or towards toward going yeah. into the game, I think. Um. But I don't think he's going to all of a sudden retire. He he's only twenty six years old. What if he came back to Buffalo? Eh, I don't hate that. Don't they today. want the field stretcher there? You know what yeah. I mean? Like in that kind of what they're looking for, the big body receiver. I don't hate that today. Right. <laughs> for your Josh Allen stack, yeah, you might keep you might keep it. a Sammy Watkins if that happens. Um and you gotta remember how young Sammy actually came into the league to only be twenty six sure. today and he's mm-hmm. had he showed signs. He's just been passed around. I don't know what the situation is with Sammy Watkins. Um, I even heard like, and this was all kind of started because of Twitter and DeAndre yep. Hopkins. But I've even heard like the Texans. That'd be kind of yeah. Fun. DeAndre wants him to come there. Yeah, that'd be fun. So Sammy and Will Fuller can put together a sixteen or, or seventeen game season now between the two of them. Oh man, like, <laughs> and I, and I get what you're saying there. And all jokes aside, like Will Fuller would be done if Sammy Watkins was there. Uh, it would it would feel amazing for people that own Deshaun Watson. Is what I'll say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still like going to be Hopkins' show there. That's not yeah. going to happen. But I think that Will Fuller's like pretty much an afterthought, unless like Sammy were to get hurt, like you mentioned. But so Sammy goes to I like Buffalo better. Okay, so two scenarios. Um, another team that's been linked to get another wide receiver um, and, and a fast speed guy is Philly. So Sammy Watkins, they don't they decide not to draft one, but they take Sammy. Sammy and Philly, or Sammy and Buffalo? Are you keeping one of them, or are you? If he goes to one team, are you are you looking to sell out? Like if he goes to Philly, is that a sell to you? If he goes to Buffalo, that's a hold. Or vice versa. Um, I think both of those situations would be better than the one that he is in now. Um, I don't mind either of those. I like the Buffalo one 
better, but it's because I, I think it would be also good for all those Josh Allen shares I just mentioned. <laughs> um, so selfishly, you like that one more. Yeah, I do like that one a little bit more for, for that. But yeah, I would I would be happy with any of the, either of those scenarios. Yeah. If he reworks the deal in Kansas City, you just said you think those two situations are better than where he is now and playing with Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I mean... He he wasn't is that really a sell back the guy that they went to a lot until the Super Bowl. Right, it's so weird. So they went to him in week one after Tyreek got hurt, and then they waited like twenty three weeks to to go it again in yeah. the Super Bowl. So I mean, that's that's seems to be Tyreek's, and and I think they want to even have McColby the other guy. But if yeah. Sammy's there, like I don't hate it, but I think he's a wide receiver three in dynasty or fantasy, like scoring wise. I don't think that he's gonna give you what you what he can out of that offense there's just too so, many good weapons i mean they have kelsey and tyreek hill i love that we're spending so much time on sammy it makes me feel good so sammy resigns with the chiefs and i'm gonna give you my 206 because we're getting ready to have our rookie draft mm-hmm. um i'll probably keep sammy if i mean okay today it, it, it's hard to speculate once we get there but t- i'm probably gonna keep sammy today um if he goes to Buffalo, I'm gonna give you the two oh one. Um that's a little just tough, because especially of, just in because Superfly. of what you said. I, I can probably land a decent wide receiver right there in this draft class. Just might have to wait. Um I don't feel like you'd have uh, to give that even once he lands, but to you because you liked it, I'm coming coming strong with my two oh one. Yeah, I I'd probably take the two oh one. Okay. I think but, that's a smart smart choice. I think um I think if you can afford to though, I think Sammy's a hold. Just to see what happens. Beautiful. I don't know. Um, All right, you're up. Anybody else you want to mention before we? I, I throw this two minute breakdown at you. Oh man, you gotta give me a two minute breakdown, don't you? I do. I have eight um, shares of Mixon, eight shares of Josh Allen, and eight shares of Gasecki. I like the Gasecki one. The Highest one. owned tight end. I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, Anthony Miller for Chicago. I don't know if that's good or not. I feel like if it's not Trubisky, maybe it's good this year. I don't think it's horrible, though. I'm guessing you never paid a ton for any of them. No, for sure. And, and I think that he showed a little bit better in year two. I think he went from like 400 yards to 600 yards. Um, I think that if he can get up to that seven to 900 yards, I mean, that's probably about your expectations with Allen Robinson there. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that... I think that your Anthony Miller shares are just fine. Um, unless you can like pair him up with another and do a nice two for one. But I think would, that you're okay. Would you rather take Anthony Miller or how to, to um, last year, rookie wide receivers that didn't show much. You want Anthony Miller or you want Paris Campbell or Andy Isabella? Um, Where do you put him in the mix? I want of those Anthony two guys? Miller there. I'd probably go. Okay. Anthony Miller, Isabella, and who was the other guy? Campbell. Paris Campbell. Yeah, I'd probably do it that order. Fair. Um, I'll take Preston Williams over the over all those. Yeah. If, if they own it, if they bring in another wide receiver like through the draft, high name. It seems like Albert Wilson will get cut. Well, he's at like nine million dollars. They have Parker he's too, right? Parker's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know yep. if they need to. We'll see though. But an undrafted, you know, rookie coming off a ACL tear. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. No, I, I know exactly I like what you're saying. Too. It's a, 
It's a nine to twelve month entry. He says he's on track, but even that just puts him for like right around the beginning of the season, which second year that's like the early on track. So right, and second year guy that's not getting the reps in while he's recovering, while you know some of these other guys are. I'm I like Preston. I just I don't know if I'm ready to pay up for it right now. Just coming off of what what it is. Maybe where this offense so is going. Because now we got Anthony Chan Gailing, you know, Colin Pauls. What'd you say? Preston Williams or Anthony Miller? Yeah. Probably Preston, just knowing me and kind of how, how it is there. Um, but if Anthony Miller outscores Preston Williams this year, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't think that's crazy. Yeah. So is Mitch throwing the ball in Chicago? All the talk of them bringing in a, a vet to kind of push him along sounds kind of for real. It does. I I wonder what a guy like Andy Dalton would do in that system with Allen Robinson being there. You know what I mean? He in his better days he had AJ Green to kind of throw that back shoulder stuff to and and have him go get it. Uh, I would say Dalton is is way more accurate than Mitch mm-hmm. in some of those throws. So yeah, I, uh, I would agree. I'm not against it. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about that last time too with. If anybody went in there, it almost seems like they could take the job, which isn't so yeah, much for Mitch. I'm not saying they wouldn't let Mitch kind of roll with it, but it's you're farther away from the the window of of what the Bears, you know, have to go get that Super Bowl with with the defense. Just not make some mistakes. You don't have to have to do so much. I think Dalton Dalton could probably get them farther than Mitch can right now. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's not long term, but. It, Win it, win it one year. It doesn't matter for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this You're, is fun. I definitely, I definitely have some more guys on here, but I kind of like how we, right? we turn Mark Ingram into maybe what the next show will be, and yeah, what we talked about with guys we want to get rid of before the draft gets here, avoid some of those landmines. So we'll, we'll get into those. I hope you guys are listening. I'd love for you to throw some names and maybe guys you see you've owned too much in, and tell me why, and maybe we can kind of revisit some of that on the next show, but. Uh, if you're ready, buddy, I'm I'm looking forward to a two minute breakdown coming from you because I feel like I got you last time. All right, I, I you only got ten questions. Different. Oh what? Yeah, you only got the ten questions last time. Oh, I don't know if I, I can got... do it. We'll see. <laughs> it's going to be, be tough even... because a couple of my questions are long, so I'll start Sweet. with a long one. I feel like yeah, you're already setting me up to fail. Appreciate yep. it. <laughs> so here's your first question, Andy Dalton. Threw the ball 613 times last year. How many were completions? And now, your two-minute breakdown. Uh, 390. 314. Oof. What's the best thing to put into a pie? <laughs> um, you know that scene from American Pie? <laughs> it's actually your teeth. Solid. Don't tell me how to feel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who ranked second for the average passing yards per game in 2019? Second for passing yardage per game. 2019. We will come back to that one. Dak Prescott. It was Matt Stafford with 312.4. Oh, you're tricky per game. How many pieces of pie will an average American eat in a lifetime? Ooh, in a lifetime? In a lifetime. How many slices are in a pie? Eight? Like math is going to help me. Um, 1,200. 6,000 pieces of pie in a lifetime. Why did the pie why did the pie cross the road? Why did the pie cross the road? I don't know. She was meat and potato. <laughs> That's so stupid. 
This player had 3.14 yards per carry in 2019. Pie. Jordan Howard. Peyton Barber, your boy. That's not my boy. <laughs> so I wrote these because I thought we were going to record yesterday on, on National Pie Day. Pie Day. Um, favorite pizza pie toppings? Uh, meat lovers and cheese and meat and cheese. We'll take it for the quick answer. How many pies are sold a year in American grocery stores? Seven million. 186 million. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, I know. America's favorite pie is? Pepperoni. Apple. Healthiest pie (laughs) in America. Healthiest pie in America is also apple. What is the most fattening pie in America? Um, Banana cream pie. Pecan pie. Ooh, yeah, so gooey. I, yeah, I get, it's all the butter it's, in it. And, it's just butter and pecans. Yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> it, that's pretty much what they said. That's the whole thing? I made it. Yeah, I well, never, well I never you didn't make it. You confused me you with did, pie. There was a lot of pie in there. <laughs> all the pie. We have seven shares of guys. How many? Seven. Oh, I got my, I got my first. I saw that. I'm gonna have eight shares of guys soon. I I have <laughs> seven shares of Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, it feels like a hold. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, right? <laughs> I mean, the maybe the fifth or sixth option on the team. Holding for pie. Yep. You need Larry gone. Christian Kirk gone. Andy Isabella, Isabella continues gone. To, Yeah, those guys get hurt. <laughs> Chase Edmonds gets sprains an ankle, so they can't put him out at wide receiver. Yeah, you need a lot gone. And then Keyshawn Johnson's your third option. <laughs> yeah. But you never know. Yeah, seven Benny Snell, six Le'Veon Bell. Ooh. All right. I kind of started buying into him this year. Kind of hoping he gets traded. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, die with Gase, right? Uh, Something could happen to Gase, maybe. Maybe Gase will get traded. Maybe Gase will get traded. (laughs) Feel like you were like calling for a hit, man. Like maybe Gase will be eliminated, (laughs) and then my Le'Veon Bell shares will rule. Don't want to bring back the Tanya Harding jokes. We're just gonna put a bunch of pie in front of him instead of tacos. Get his crazy ass.